welcome to the Work Wonders Podcast, where we simplify HR for small business. I'm Susan. And I'm Angela. Let's dive into today's episode and answer what you've been wondering about. In today's episode, we're talking all about single touch payroll and particularly phase two, what to do about it to get your payroll right. So let's get started. This is the Work Wonders Podcast. So, Angela. Mm. Hi, Susan. (laughs) This is going to be a bit different. I'm going to be interviewing you today because you know a lot more about STP or single touch payroll than I do. So, let's kick off by you telling us a bit about what is STP. Great. Sure. So, it's been around for a little while, um, single touch payroll. So, hopefully, our listeners have heard about it at least. But I like to really simplify it down. So single touch payroll is basically just communication between whatever program you're using to record your pay runs and the ATO. Um, So it's just a piece of technical, I don't know what it is really, something in the computers. (laughs) An interface? Yeah, (laughs) that uh, allows one to talk to the other. So, like I said, it's it started. I think it was back in two thousand and eighteen, right? Um, that phase one started, and it was all about giving the ATO more real time information about how you're paying your staff. So, if we step back a bit further than that, we might all remember payment summaries at the end of the year, or yeah. even group certificates. Mm-hmm. So, single touch payroll was predominantly about replacing that. So all of the payroll providers were getting on board to allow that electronic communication because it's getting rid of all the paper communication. So the things that normally were reported on that end of year group certificate is now going over on the STP report. So things like the wages, the tax that people are paying, and of course, superannuation, that was a big one. So as an employer, you're probably well familiar now with not having to give the good old group certificate in an envelope, things like that. Don't miss that at all. No. Um, It's all done electronically through what's called an end of financial year single touch payroll finalisation which is the same information, but just that that electronic communication. So that's single touch payroll. Now we're talking about phase two, which I believe started in January this year. So what are we talking about now? So it was always intended that the single touch payroll is phased in over times and it's all around sharing that information and becoming more digitised rather than relying on paper forms and things. So phase two is all about sharing that information now with Services Australia, aka Centrelink. Oh, right. They now want to have access to that information in terms of people's income, um, things like if a person separates or or is finishing up at a Mm -hmm. job, the good old separation certificate, that's now phasing out and we're using STP instead. Oh, really? Right. And the tax file number declaration form as well. That form that used to go to the ATO in the mail um, doesn't happen that way anymore. Some people might have already been doing that in their softwares like Xero, for example, but um, that one's now being phased out. So what happens instead with the tax file number declaration? You're basically entering the tax file number into your zero or yeah, absolutely. or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. The that's all that needs to happen? Yes. The oh. form still exists, so it's absolutely on the employer to t- still get that information. Okay. Still get the employee to fill it out, still keep it on file. And just if anything changes, still do the same thing of getting a new tax file number deck signed. But yes, all that info goes over into your software, whether it's zero, MYB, whatever you use. Mm-hmm. And that can be again, again sent electronically through that STP report. Oh, that simplifies it a lot, doesn't yeah. it? Hence the single touch, I guess. 
So in terms of reporting, do you need an accountant for that to Mm, happen? Good question. No, you can do it yourself as the business owner or if you've got someone that's employed as a payroll officer, for example. Mm -hmm. So there has to be that communication between the two systems. So if you're doing it yourself, you'd have to have the linkage between your program that you're using, so whether it's zero, MIB, whatever, and the ATO portal. So as a business owner, you'd have access to your own business uh, portal with the ATO and you'd have to use some codes there that link the two of them so that they know um, that that information is going to come across from your file, from Zero MIB file. So is that happening automatically for people who use those programs now? No, no, you actually have to action that. There's a few steps involved and your provider can actually give you that information Or if you're not someone that has a payroll person employed or you're not doing it yourself as the business owner, if you use someone external to your organisation like a payroll provider or BAS agent, they can use it under their own registrations with the ATO. I see. Okay. Hi, Angela here. Payroll's complex, isn't it? There's so much to remember. You need to keep track of timesheets, calculate penalty rates, allowances, accrue the right leave entitlements, issue pay slips, and then there's single touch payroll as well. And as your team grows, the more time consuming payroll becomes for you. Well, whether you pay your staff weekly, fortnightly, or monthly, my business, Total Workforce Services, can provide you with a simple solution. So all you need to do is make the bank transfer. Let us take care of the tricky stuff so you can be sure that your business is compliant. We will even help you stay on top of tax, super and workers' compensation obligations and changes to your award. Let's have a chat about how we can help you. You can find my details over on the WorkWonders website, workwonderspodcast.com.au. So there's a lot of information that comes across on that new single-touch payroll report now through Phase 2, a lot more than before. So in Phase 1, what we've all been doing is um, the wages and the tax and the super, Mm. just like a payslip. But now we're seeing a lot more division. So the wages is broken up into what type of income, uh, was there any deductions, especially child support deductions um, and other things like that. If there's allowances or director's fees or bonuses, that's all going to be individually reported that way. So it's easy to separate. Um, Like I said, we'll also be seeing more information about the termination from that separation certificate. So the reason for a person um, leaving the employment um, and also things about more about how they're taxed, how each of those types of income or wages is taxed and if they are a full-time, part-time or casual employee. So if I'm a business owner running my own payroll, does that mean there's more details that I need to enter through each payment? Really good question, but in a short answer is no, okay. because primarily all that information should be housed in whatever system you're using. So with single touch payroll phase one, those that weren't had to kind of start to use an electronic you know, cloud-based yeah. system, and most of those will encourage you to pop that in there anyway. Um, so no, it is the short version. Everything should already be in there. It's just about sharing that information. Okay, Angela, that sounds fairly simple, but what do I do if I make a mistake? Yeah, that's a really common one, right? Because payroll can be like that. You might need to make a back pay or an adjustment or mistakes can happen. We're all human. Um, So the idea is to do that as quickly as you can. Make that adjustment as soon as you're aware of it and whatever needs to happen. Ultimately, the ATO are only concerned with the year to date, you know, whatever's happening in the whole financial year. But with phase two, we are now taking into account Services Australia and they report differently and they'd like to know that information in real time. So try and do that as soon as you can so that it's captured as soon as possible for 
for that reporting. So if I'm listening to this and wondering what do I do next, Angela, about phase two, um, where do I start? What do I need to do next? Yeah, great. So the first thing is you need to have um, one of those programs set up. So the big two is Zero or MYB. If you've got that, great. If you don't, that would be your first port of call. To, to get one of those, um, or sorry. any of the other appropriate, or any of the other, yeah, <laughs> programs. Um, but if you are an MYB user, they've been granted an extension or a deferral. Right. So phase two began on the first of January twenty twenty two, but MYB users actually have until the first of January twenty twenty three. So it's a little bit of a buffer, but I wouldn't wait until then to do it. In fact, uh, most of them are probably already recommending right now to yeah. start using it. Um, they're you know sophisticated. Their, their systems and so you can start using it now. Zero, similarly, they're um, somewhat the same. Their deferral's up until 31st of December this year, so 2022. So if you're a Zero user, um, again, you can make use of that deferral. There's no pressure, but again, I would do the same thing and want to look into what system you're using and how um, what you need to set up so that you can get started with that as soon as you can. Okay. Yes, always best not to leave things to the last minute. No, and you might find as a business owner that you've already got some communication from the ATO. Mm. Um, they're on top of it and they'll let you know that it's coming and they'll give you some very individualised advice around what your scenario is and what your deadlines are. Um, so have a look for that as well. But if all else fails, talk to your payroll provider or your BAS agent or accountant for some advice. Yeah, actually, I think I got an email about that last week. So if you've been listening to this and wondering why Angela knows so much about all this, <laughs> as well as being a highly qualified and experienced HR person, uh, she's also a registered BAS agent, so able to help clients with these sorts of things to do with payroll. Speaking of which, in future episodes, we'll be covering off, well, basically um, the mistakes you might be making without knowing that you're making them. So specifically looking at leave, but also other payroll issues. So keep an ear out for that. That will be coming up in the future. Thank you for listening to the Work Wonders podcast. Hit subscribe now so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed today's, why not tell your friends and maybe even leave us a review? So what have you been wondering about? You can pop onto our website, workwonderspodcast.com.au and let us know. We'll talk to you again soon.
Thank you for listening to the Work Wonders podcast. Hit subscribe now so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed today's, why not tell your friends and maybe even leave us a review. So what have you been wondering about? You can pop onto our website, workwonderspodcast.com.au and let us know. We'll talk to you again soon.